Hey guys. <laughs> um, got Joe Harricks today, episode thirteen. Be back in the studio again. Um, yeah, she is a kid, so that's gonna be fun. We'll get into that for sure. See you then. Hey you guys, how's it going? I've got my friend Joanna Harricks today. <laughs> um, yeah, we're just going to have a bit of a shan. Do you want to just tell us a little bit about yourself first? Sure. Um, I'm Joe, as Ruben <laughs> said. Yeah. Um, and I come from Valley, Clutha Valley, Clutha on Valley. a farm. Yeah. Yeah. Sheep well, and beef. Sheep and beef. Yep. Yep. <laughs> Old country girl. Yeah. What yeah. was it like? As a girl growing up on a farm, because I've always kind of wondered that buzz. Um, it was awesome. I reckon, like, I'd really want that for Mila. Yeah. Like, uh, just the outdoors and the freedom, yeah. and Clutha Valley as a school was real cool, like a country school. Quite a um, quite a tight knit community, was it? Yeah. Yeah. How many people tight. do you reckon live in Clutha Valley? Or was it hard to like kind of? It's hard because it's so say massive. the border. Yeah. 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 Real spread out, eh? Yeah. Yeah. At a guess though, would, like a thousand. Oh, yeah, maybe. I think there's like a hundred and, oh, maybe not even a hundred going to the Valley School. Oh, yeah, yeah. So. How many classes yeah. were there when you were there? Mm, uh, maybe eight. Eight classes. Damn. And yeah. what age groups were you mixing? Like uh, year levels? Uh, what do you, wait, what do you mean? Like, you know how you have like year one, two, three, four, mm. blah, blah. Were mm -hmm. you like mixing year one and twos? Oh, uh, yeah. Some of them classes? were mixed. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Some yeah, most of them were mixed actually. You had your like seven and eights, five and sixes, um, four and fives. I think like your ones were actually by themselves. Oh, yeah, yeah, and then two, three, four, five. Yeah, I think it's yeah, pretty yeah. much the same as yeah, Rosebank. Yeah, where's the kindy there? Uh, they the they don't have well? a yeah, they don't have a kindy as such. It's like a um, a play group. Oh, yeah, yeah so you yeah. go there and you just hang out and you play with. The toys. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I think once you're a certain age, you can leave and like the supervisors and all the other parents just kind of watch those yeah. children. But, um, yeah. Yeah. Until they, then you can just go and hang out. So when you're on the farm, what was like your favorite thing when you were a kid growing up? Um, like, lambing time. Lambing time. Definitely lambing time. Yeah. 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 I feel like cool. a lot of uh, girls are attracted to the lamb. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> just no. the cuteness factor. Mm -hmm. Yeah. But um, so are the boys, but. Yeah. And know. we could like actually go out on the farm with dad because usually, I don't know, there wasn't, other jobs aren't really that exciting mm -hmm. on the farm. And. Yeah. Hard. He cast me Everything as. Everything else is actually shit. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he cast me as like a real girl, whereas like the Irwids, like their dad just had them doing everything like sharing and sharing. crutching yeah. and on the tractor and I've never driven a tractor in my life I yeah, hate to yeah. say that but dad's like no like you're a girl and your brothers can do that yeah. <laughs> which sucks did, that, I wish did, I that, did you would you like to have learned how to do mm, tractoring definitely yeah. and like being in the shed more and that sort mm -hmm. of stuff but did you ever do like rousing and stuff though yeah I, I roused with Johnny um from when I was like 14 15 oh yeah yeah that's pretty good coin yeah real good real good but uh, then I'd see how much they were making, and I was like, "Damn!" Yeah, <laughs> well, the shearers, you mean? The yeah, the crutches. They yeah, but you also making. see how much they're but working. But then how much? Like, yeah. yeah, I was like, I couldn't do that. Yeah, same. They're amazing. So I'm like every time. I'm yeah, like, oh, you guys are earning money, but 
fuck, you can't work. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. It's like running a marathon yeah. in a day. Like it's yeah, it's hard necker. Oh man, I I couldn't. My body couldn't handle that day. Eh? <laughs> Imagine that five days a week for like. 50 years or something. And then when it's like Respect. really, really hot. Yeah, hard. And I'm sitting there sweating and all I'm doing is this, yeah. you know, and they're sitting there like right into it and yeah. Dealing with the making. sheep as well. Huh? Dealing with the sheep as well. Oh, yeah. Yeah, some, yeah, some of them are really mean to, oh, oh, to just like look away. It's like, oh, you're being mean. Yeah. <laughs> I wonder how many girls struggle with that in the Rousey sheds. Mm. Even today, we, me and Dad were out on the farm and he was shearing the rams. Mm. I was just like... Holy shit, bro. <laughs> that looks so hard. Yeah. Like, rams are real hard. Rams are just a eh? Oh, I hate rams. I'm scared of them, eh? Oh, I fuck wouldn't put yeah. myself in a paddock with them because they, they're not scared of you. Oh, and I had just a traumatic like, experience with rams. <laughs> no, I yes. I was like, I reckon, I don't know my exact age, maybe like four to six around mm-hmm. there. Mm-hmm. We had pet lambs. Yeah. And I thought it'd be a good idea to go take the lamb down and give it to a sheep. Because, <laughs> you know, he's a lonely lamb. He wants a mum. Uh-huh. Want some loving. Uh-huh. <laughs> so I took him out to the front paddock and then uh tried to give him to the sheep and um like, there you go, that's your lamb. <laughs> yeah, it's yours, take it. <laughs> and then it was actually a ram and then the ram just fucking butted me. Oh gave me a wee butt over and then I just got up, cried and ran away. Oh, that's really sad. Could have been worse though, I suppose. You reckon? Yeah, yeah, could have been How worse. How vicious could they get? I feel like out in the open space like that, probably not really, eh? Nah. Just a butting. Like, that's all they can really do, you know. Get out of here. Yeah. And once I started running away, they would have just been like, all good. Yeah. Bulls are are what you don't. Yeah. Like, we have calves. Yeah, yeah. So, we have, like, 20 calves. Mm. Feed them up. And they're fine as calves. But then they grow into bulls, obviously. (laughs) Fuck. They look vicious, bro. They're so meaty. I'm like terrified of them. Aye. Absolutely terrified of them. Oh, we'll go in the paddock with dad and I'm just like clung on to them. Eh? I'm just oh, like, nah. Because they just come right up to you and it's like they could just tip over the floor. What about cows then? Are you scared of cows as well? I was. I'd go to like George's farm and I'd just be like, oh my gosh, I do They're so like big. It. But I think I just, yeah, <laughs> I just associated with them with bulls. But yeah, yeah. they're harmless, I reckon. Like they don't do much. They just eat and walk. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's pretty, pretty crazy like when you compare... Like the female sheep or the female cow to the male version, the male version, yeah. And then you look at like the human version. I feel like there's a lot more difference between the human versions, you know? Yeah, true. Like yeah. when you look at just a, say a ram and a, and a ewe, mm. they look pretty much the same. I mean, the ram's just bigger, a bit bigger, and it's got a big bull sack. <laughs> <laughs> they do, yeah. Which is pretty noticeable, that bull sack. Yes. But, um, <laughs> yeah. When you look at humans, it's like tits, long hair. We have all these social norms that we go look at as well. Girls, you know, bum, curvy, skinnier. (laughs) Obviously, there's diversity within that. (laughs) And then there's like male stereotypes as well, you know. Stereotypically wider shoulders, Mm. stronger jawline, shorter Mm. hair. Fuck the norms. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, it's so different. And just like the way we're wired is just, it's crazy. It's pretty, me and Brandon were kind of talking about it the other night, and it's weird how like we're we're attracted to like males and females are attracted to certain qualities within the other gender. Yeah, I find it real buzzy because eh? like <laughs> if you actually like bring it back to like the animalistic nature of us, like if you just thought of us as chimps mm. with like a little less hair, mm. it's like what 
why 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 is that attractive it's like it makes <laughs> no sense it, it makes, doesn't make sense because it's not real it's not real Ugh, oh, the okay. chimp thing there we go i'll challenge you there go on what do you think well i think that we <laughs> we're made by god not by we didn't come from chimps okay okay, okay yeah yeah. That, that's what i think okay, and so it's enough, like we were designed to be like attracted to certain you know each so unique and i would say we're still designed for that, yeah. yeah. But like I'm coming at it from a different angle than you. Yeah. 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 But definitely But even just the fact that <laughs> we've got these design parts that are attracted to the yeah. certain parts. Obviously <laughs> it's necessary as well to mm. keep recreating definitely. new life forms and whatnot. Definitely. If we weren't attracted to each other then I'm pretty sure we'd be fighting each other probably. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like not that we don't we probably have too much fighting as it is between mm. between us, but mm. I find it interesting that um, people are attracted to the same sex. Mm, that is interesting, eh? Like, yeah, what? I don't know. Like, is their makeup in their brain, like, just a little bit different? Or, it, it's you know, or is it, like, I don't know you the develop? Science, eh? yeah, and I don't think, I think there's still, like, a lot of skepticism <laughs> around it. Like, is it something that people are born with? Yeah. Or is it something that comes from the environment that they're brought up with? Yeah. I'd say it's probably a little bit of a mixture of both. Definitely. And Some things would make case. you, like, not trust the other sex, maybe, for, for sure, various for sure. reasons. But then others, maybe there's nothing. And it's, it's just, just the like attractive like element for me. Like, I understand, mm. like, how you could have a bad experience with someone. Yeah. But then I don't know how that can like push you into becoming more attracted to the other sex yeah but it's, it's a thing definitely a thing because then you have people with both as well so it's like yeah the bisexuals eh? yeah yeah i have um my you, did you ever have it because uh i i always thought about it mm. i'm pretty sure most guys thought about it like i always questioned myself i was like am i <laughs> really am i gay Really? Yeah, uh, yeah, I'm pretty uh, sure it's common. I don't know, was that a certain not. was that a certain age, like through puberty, through yeah, high school yeah, sort yeah. of thing? Totally. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think that's definitely pretty normal. Oh yeah, um, I, th I think it is. I don't know if I ever questioned that though, to be honest, mm. but I think it is a very normal yeah. part of puberty <laughs> and stuff. Whenever I'd whenever I'd be like that, I'd just like think about like a hot girl and I'd be like, nah. No, there's way better. <laughs> no, I'm, I'm not gay. I'm not gay. <laughs> I'm either. definitely I'm not like gay. Pretty, <laughs> nah, I'm not. And then, you know, that happened a few more times and then I was like, Definitely now, it's just like, never yeah. like question that. No, yeah. But I understand like, I feel like people should be allowed to question it. Definitely, yeah. definitely. And if you feel, feel free to go and explore <laughs> it yourself, but don't be telling me that I have to go explore it <laughs> because I just explored it through simulation in my yeah. mind. It's not, not for me. Not keen on going Not for me. <laughs> but do you think that's what a lot of the, um, I don't want to speak for bisexuals or anything, but do you think that's what they're like, that might be part of what they're up to? Like they're trying to explore their sexuality and find out. Yeah. Maybe they're a little bit confused more yeah. and they're like, I don't actually know where I stand on this. Yeah. And I wonder what the statistics <laughs> are yeah. for like um, bisexuals around that age of puberty and stuff because your hormones are so all over the place all and you're the place, yeah. figuring out who you are around that age as opposed to bisexuals sort of later on in life that maybe have a better understanding of like what they want and yeah. all that sort of thing. So yeah, it could be a lot of exploration going on there. Yeah. And At the same time, it could be part of um, a rebellion thing. I could say with younger yeah. people like, yeah. like fuck society, I'll do what I want. Yeah. I could, I can do either. Yeah, you know? for sure. But at the same time, other people are going to be more inclined to be like, fuck that. I don't want to be that, that outsider. You know, yeah. Some people kind of strive to be that outsider, mm. whereas some other people try to want to stay within the social norms and whatnot. They don't want to be different. Yeah, scared definitely. of isolation. I feel like I kind of tried to 
do that a little bit in high school. When I like kind of remember how I went through like my middle phase a little bit, my mm-hmm. heavy middle phase. Yeah, actually, you did. Yeah. I think that was a little bit like you know, fuck pop music. But you know, I do think heavy metal is better than pop music. <laughs> but yeah, I th- I think there was a little bit of that. Yeah, kind of liked the being different from everyone else. Yeah, a thing. Figuring out your individuality. It, and it, it is like who you are. Mm-hmm. And yeah. Do you ha- ever have like anything rebellion rebellious acts, or do you think you're more someone to kind of stick to the status quo? Yeah, I think I actually grew up with, like, really strict parents. Mm-hmm. Um, sort of, like, not having a bar of anything that, like, um, my, my friends were sort of allowed to, to go and do, like, drinking and that sort of stuff. Yeah. And I, yeah, I'd, like, go out and drink. And so I, w- I was rebelling against my parents, like, they didn't all know. the they time. They just didn't know all that time. They didn't know, like, that all time. All that time. All that time, <laughs> which, like, frustrates me because I'm, like, I wish I could have just like looking back I'm like I actually like real needed them at that time and it would have helped for them to like not be strict yeah to with me be if able they, to talk to them about it yeah if they had have been like oh here you go here's a certain amount of drinks and like I'll pick you up and like yeah. oh no you're safe at home because I wouldn't do some stupid thing you know and it's just yeah, like yeah. I just wish that like I knew about alcohol and I knew you know whereas it just not being a closed conversation like nah you're not doing it yeah and then yeah. you know I'd like yeah, I like lied to them quite a few, and like that's not me. Got, like I hate. You think you I got a thrill from lying about it? Definitely not. Like I hated that, okay. so I don't think it was like a rebellion thing. It was but more like I was actually trying to fit in. Yeah, with, okay, yeah. yeah. So I guess it when was. was it that you were actually allowed to like go out and then and stuff? Well, once I uh go out, so like they'd let me go to like parties and stuff. Yeah. But yeah. in terms of, I just never even talked about alcohol because I was oh, like, okay. I know you, the they deal on it. Like, yeah. Yeah. And do you think that they just kind of trusted you? I guess so. Mm. I don't know. Mm. Yeah. They shouldn't have been, but... <laughs> <laughs> well, it was so hard for you to get home as well. Yeah, that yeah. That was the thing. That was one of it. Yeah, so... Surely they knew. Like, surely. And they were just like... We were just like, ah, yeah, I really don't know. <laughs> I think, like, with my sister, she was, like, really bad, and they saw her, like, you know, spewing oh, really? and just, like, yeah. yeah. So I think that they thought I was actually quite good. But. How much older is your sister <laughs> than you? Six years. Oh, yeah, yeah. Mm. And then how many other siblings do you got? So I've got an older brother, and he's 32, mm-hmm. and then a younger brother who's 17. Mm-hmm. Yep. Okay, that's so right. We're very spread out. <laughs> How much do you think uh, your siblings are an influence on you growing up, like when you're growing up? Um, my older brother, I don't even like, remember being, being at home around. with him, yeah, just because okay. the age difference is huge. Yeah, that's interesting. Yeah, I only sort of remember like quite negative Do you think things? that weakened your mm. relationship with him? Yeah, definitely, mm. yeah. Definitely, because, yeah, a good 10 years, so it was just, like, completely just different, cha- like, stages of life, mm-hmm. and he had a real rough time, like, in high school, and was just, like, a really quiet person, whereas I wasn't, like, very quiet, I yeah, yeah. well, you know, yeah, you're <laughs> it wasn't real quite, loud, quite but, there. like, um, you're yeah, social, for sure. just completely different personalities yeah. going on there, and I was more into, like, my sports and music and that sort of stuff, and he was... Um, I guess like we both sort of have that creative side, but he was, he was like a really good drawer and good with his, um, like woodwork and sewing okay. and all that so sort of stuff. Hands. Yeah. Really good with his hands. Um, yeah. So just completely different sort of people. Yeah. Um, yeah. And he was just your typical, like mean older brother, <laughs> okay, <laughs> just, yeah, yeah. you know, like just anytime we had directed, like he was just like, was a real manly man. And, uh, not a real manly man, but just like, yeah, it was put... I don't know. He he put down like others quite a lot, sort of thing. But I think that my like looking back, I'm like, oh, you know, he's probably just like hurting himself, <laughs> sort of thing. Like, yeah, yeah. yeah. So 
yeah, I, we didn't really have much of a relationship. And what about your sister then? Up. Me and my sister are really, really close. Um, so massive in- influence. Massive influence. Um, it was kind of like when we were growing up, though, we had, because we had six years apart, again, it was like when she was older um you know I was like oh I want to play with my older sister and she was like oh annoying little sister like go away but as we got older like when I was like in my teens she was like amazing and it was so good having someone that was older to talk to which could have went one of two ways really yeah yeah no it was really really good actually having her and like I trusted her fully and um then we were both pregnant at the same time Mm -hmm. and that was amazing like you know that would have been very bonding (laughs) <laughs> yes, yes. So, like, none of my friends being pregnant or yeah. not really knowing of anyone else my age that, you know, just not even knowing what it's like to be pregnant and yeah. that sort of stuff. Having someone um, to talk to about it. Yeah. And she was that, l- she was seven weeks ahead of me. So, we were like that little, um, well, yeah, she was like a little step ahead of me. So, she kind was of able the to gap sort of between your age difference as well, a little bit, didn't it? You know? Yeah. Brought you up to the same speed in life a little bit more. Definitely. Like, I look at her as like the same age as me, pretty much. And yep. we're like best mates. So cool. Yeah, it is really cool. That's cool. Yeah. Um, and how about your younger brother? Um, yeah, so he's 17. He, um, he's always been like real out there, sort of a boy. He was, <laughs> yeah, again, it was like the six years. So it was the same distance between yeah. me and Mandy and me and him. Um, so it was like when I was younger, I loved looking after him and all that sort of stuff. And we had a really good relationship. Mm-hmm. But then as I got older, it was like, oh, annoying younger brother, but he wanted to hang out with me. Ah, yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Um, and now he's sort of going through that weird like teenage stage, but at least I can kind of relate. But I try to get him to talk to me about his like little girl problems. He's yeah, not yeah. having a bar of it. Uh, he's pretty like, just keeps it to himself. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. No, um, but no, no, he's he's a cool wee dude. Um, yeah. Yeah, so... So your sister would have been the most influential. Yeah, definitely. What about just, like, not even from personal experience, how much do you think siblings are important in the... hmm, What would you say? Well, just part of your your life and growing up. Growing up. Yeah, like, influence on, like, growing up. Yeah, I think, well, I have a friend that's an only child, Mm -hmm. and I was like is it really hard not having siblings? And she was like, I don't know any different. Yeah. You know, and so she's got loads of really close friends and I think she's really close with her parents. Hard. Um, and so, yeah, it's Pros a and cons, obviously. Yeah. I've yeah. just heard, I've heard that, um, actually like, uh, you, you might think that kids get most of their ideas and whatnot from their parents and their parents are more influential on them. But I'm pretty sure it's actually the siblings that have more influence on them. Yeah. Because they're a more similar age, they can kind of work things out together. Yeah. Yeah. Obviously, the obviously the parents are still influenced. I'm not saying that. Yeah. It's just I, that. I was definitely like that, like yeah. drawn to my sister as opposed to my parents. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It was like... Yeah, well, I it's a relatability thing as yeah. well, you know. You've got something, some common ground to lean back on and you, oh, you're both kind of trying to figure out what the fuck's going on. <laughs> <laughs> Whereas like yeah, exactly. your parents have it a bit more sus and they're kind of... You want them, you want to th- believe that they have it sussed. You yeah. want them to be that, like, piece in your life that's got everything sorted out. Mm-hmm. And when you find that out, you're a little bit like, when you find out <laughs> they don't know everything, you're like, ah, oh, shit. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> shit. No, no one knows everything. No. Yeah. Because, yeah. like, yeah, I always just believed my mum's word, like, everything she said. She, you know, was good as well. <laughs> but, like, yeah. now it's a bit more like, oh, yeah, well, I can think about that too. Yeah. I have an opposing opinion. Yeah. You can develop your own opinions a bit more. Yeah, I was like that a wee bit, actually. I did believe 
mum with everything. And then as I got older, I was like, oh, actually, like, it's okay for me to think differently yeah, yeah, to yeah. her. And I'm not my mum's opinion. And yeah. I'm, I'm me. And you can figure things out on your own. Yeah. Because, yeah, especially, it's just a completely different generation as well. So it's like. Totally. Like we actually probably have a little works. bit more, like, insight on a lot of things. Than well, we have all their do. insight and more. Exactly. Know? Yeah. We get to take all the good things from them and then pick out the things that we don't necessarily agree with and try fix them or make them better. Exactly. But, um, yeah, yeah. it's harder for them to kind of. Cause Maybe like, adapt to us. Hey, yeah. Well, yeah. They, they establish <coughs> their worldview a bit more concrete you know ours is yeah. a bit more fluid we're kind of still open to like ideas a bit yeah, more and that's whatnot. So true. but they're a bit more like no this is what it was like for me um it's it's like that yeah it would be so hard to imagine another world and this world is so different compared to what they had totally yeah. it's like it's the whole like you can't teach an old dog new tricks but like that's to the extreme yeah obviously they can still learn shit and change yeah. and whatnot but they're not living it, so it's different, hey? It's it's yeah. hard. It's different, yeah. Mm. They've already got a world. I'll have to keep that in mind when Mila's older. Yeah. To just be really, like, have a really open mind. Hard, yeah. hard, hard. It's so important, eh? I definitely want to talk to you about your baby at some point, but mm-hmm. maybe we'll do that in the second part. Okay. I just wanted to talk to you a little bit about, because I always... um. I always can't fucking get a hold of you because you've got no <laughs> cell phone reception. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> no, it's fine. No, it's I can't even I was get just a hold gonna, of you. I was just going <laughs> to wonder what you think about cell phones in general. And if you uh, you like being away from that reception, because I, I can see it as being a very positive part of life to be out of that reception zone. Yep. Yep. Um, yeah, I actually really like it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I don't I don't like social media really mm. at all. I don't, I don't know. I just... I just feel like there's so many more like negatives to yeah. to positives. Just seeing what it does to like young people and mm-hmm. um, like I'll catch myself like scrolling through and maybe looking at someone else's life and actually like getting a little bit down about it. And it's like that's comparing not the, yourself. Yeah, yeah, and it's like that's not not the truth. And that's not then. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. And it's just like a it's highlight a of their life. And um, it, I just feel like it can make people feel quite down. And there's so many like mental. Can. Yeah. illnesses and stuff around there at the moment that I just feel like it's just adding to it and maybe not the you know we could be doing better things with our time like mm-hmm. all the moderation you know yeah, yeah um but yeah just getting stuck on it all the time I think it's just like habit for a lot of us and yeah. I know that when I'm in town and it's like oh you got wi-fi everywhere and it's just so easy mm. um and it's like man I could be like I could be learning. Oh, so such a waste of time. So it's much. It's so expedient to just sit there and scroll, and it's just like, oh, okay, I can just do this all day. Exactly, and, and like it's like you're actually gaining nothing from it. Yeah. Um, and so yeah, being out of receptions, <laughs> really nice actually. Part of that. Yeah, yeah. Um, but it also comes with its cons as well, obviously. The yeah. fact that people can't get a hold of you <laughs> as easy. Yeah, yeah. I think that's a bit frustrating for people. Sacrifices with everything. Yeah, my it? sister's actually started to get really bad with her phone. And if she doesn't answer me like right away or doesn't pick up her phone, I'm like raging. I'm like, <laughs> I'm trying to get a hold of you, like pick up. And, yeah. then, sh- and then I'm like, oh, actually, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> this yeah. is what Hypocrite. people must feel like <laughs> with me all the time. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Sorry, guys. But yeah, just with having a kid, like I, I don't want to have my phone on me all the time as well. Like I yeah. don't. You don't want to show that that's something that you need. Yeah, exactly. And I do find myself like holding my phone a lot and I'm like, I just need to put that away, you know, and like take time to look at her because it's awful looking at somebody and them being on their phone. So I think of like Mila and I'm like her looking at me, it's just like attention isn't on her, you know, and Mm -hmm. so I want to, yeah. Have you ever watched Black Mirror? 
No. Okay. I watched a real buzzy one of that last night. I'd recommend it. It's on Netflix, but or just whatever the yeah. local streaming on the internet. You yeah, I can get anything now. But it was it was like that where social media actually runs the world. You know Uber, how like you keep like try <laughs> keep a five star rating. Yeah, it's like everyone has that. Yeah, all the time, and it's imprinted into their eyes, so you can see everyone's rating everyone else. Mm. So you could be like a four point five. Like people rate you on every interaction they have. Yeah, wow. and they can as soon as they see you, like you can scroll through their newsfeed, like even just randoms. And Is then, he? like you know, if you if you're a lower lower grade, say if I was like a two or something, more people. I'm kind of like poison a little bit. Like people yeah. want to stay away from those people. Yeah. But like that's, that's a crazy concept. That like, is a crazy. Because everyone just has their phone all the time. They they're just playing the game of social media, but in reality, social media has become reality. And it, it it's has, yeah. Black Mirror is real buzzy like that. It just yeah. takes like a uh, technology to like its extreme, mm. and then like. Kind of shows a bad, like, a bad outcome from it, pretty much. Yeah, yeah. It's really cool. But, like, every time, well, not so much that one, but there's a lot of them where you're like, man, that is a great technology, technological development. Like, that's mm. going to benefit the world no matter what. But, like, yeah. then they always, like, not no matter what. Like, yeah. That, that can still fuck with people, you know? Definitely. But yeah. Like, that's what I really like about that show. Check it out. Yeah. <laughs> But cell phones, at, at the moment, we're not at that stage, obviously. But no. uh, I don't know how far out yeah. is it coming. Yeah. Yeah. It's, well, it, it just sucks how much we have to rely on them, I reckon. Like, I'm like, oh, I kind of miss the old days of just only having a landline and you could just pick it up and, like, actually call somebody. Yeah. Because I hate, like, talking back on Facebook, like, back and forth on Facebook. Yeah, I'd yeah. so prefer to oh, same. go the and hang with somebody. But even having to meet up to hang with somebody, you're back and forth, back and forth. Yeah. It's like, oh, it's driving me nuts. Yeah, yeah. The main, <laughs> just, the main purpose I use try use like communicating through digital media is to be like yo should we do this yeah right yeah same Meet you there. same yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. i don't want to be like having like a how's everything going yeah i was like i just can't i can't be fucking <laughs> like novels <laughs> yeah. that long you know just yeah. talk about it yeah yeah it's you easier know? to call them or catch up with them for yeah, sure well, it's a lot quicker as well exactly but, it yeah. takes so long <laughs> it takes so long though <laughs> but yeah i do like pictures on social media though um in terms of like you can kind of use it i met a girl who uses it as like a um almost like a diary for herself but like so you have the pictures and pictures Mm. are amazing because they're the closest thing we have to time travel really yeah you can look at a picture and it can invoke a feel evoke a feeling that we had at that time and you can see it's just memories you know yeah and just like when we we're looking at like my baby photos yes. and my bullshit things before, <laughs> it's just cool seeing sure, yeah. it's cool seeing your progress and stuff. I Definitely, think yeah. I think the ease of like taking pictures mm. with the development of cell phones oh, has been a yeah. big positive. Yeah, that's been awesome. Yeah, it's amazing. I found that awesome with me, like this, like whipping out. I'm like, man, 100%. it would suck to have to get the camera out of the case. Yeah, and, yeah. You know, you miss the moment, yeah, and you yeah. can like take heaps at once. It's really simple. It's just a. <laughs> it is, yeah. Slide flip. You know. Yeah, definitely cameras. That's awesome. Yeah. And just being able to like play music and listen. Like I'd watch a little bit like YouTube videos oh, yeah. and all that sort of stuff. Like it's it's really access just to, to everything is. Yeah, if I have a question, I'm like Google. <laughs> yeah, 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 <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's answers at your fingertips, really, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, we've got a, a world of facts just right there. Oh, it's amazing. Google is just like that's amazing. Oh, it's I scary find good. That incredible. Like, I can't imagine going through university without Google. Hmm. This, but like the people that create, like how does it? How is there even that much information? Like it's just, it's just insane. How it's yeah. insane. Like when you, you can do put a in result anything, and and how quickly it does yeah. it. Yeah, I know. And it says how quickly it does uh, yeah. it. Yeah, like five million results. It's like 
Some people just have amazing brains. Like it's, oh, man. Yeah. Well, you know, <laughs> it goes to show how intelligent the, like the, the computers are as well, or the software that's doing it too. Like yeah. to be able to just gather all that information and put it in one place. Someone had to create that as well, which is yeah, just person, like wow. Human being created that. Yeah. Have you seen the intimidation game? It's oh, I feel like maybe I had it. It's the first computer made in, for World War Two. It was some dude who made the computer, and then so that they could um find uh well where the Germans were going to attack and stuff. Yeah. But they had to, uh, yeah. Obviously, it was not like a computer in our days. But yeah, it was, yeah. It's the first computer, you know, yeah. artificial thing. I don't know how to talk about it, but yeah, <laughs> I have to watch it. Yeah, it's really cool. Do you like war movies? Yeah, I do. Yeah. I don't because I would. Growing up, I never knew much about history. I, I never inquired about it. It didn't really tickle my fancy yeah, much. Yeah, yeah. Um, but now I'm like, <laughs> I actually want to know about that stuff. You know, it's I'd crazy what type of shit happened. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I listened to this podcast by it's called Jocko Wilkins podcast, and it's a lot of it is just like talking from war veterans' perspectives and like their books or getting them on the show to talk about it and what mm. they went through, and it's just like, what? Yeah, well, that's the thing. A lot of them don't talk about it as well, mm-hmm. and so there was probably like limited well, sort of knowledge. Or there was like it. facts, you know, rather than like the emotional side yeah, to yeah. it. So yeah, the people that do speak out, like it's really amazing because most of them keep quiet, like because it was that bad. Yeah, yeah. Which is, yeah, that's heartbreaking. Oh, I can't too. imagine how bad it was. No, you can't. Eh? It's one of those things that. It's 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 pretty interesting to think how many people didn't pull the trigger when they seen someone in war because they like just couldn't couldn't bring themselves to do it. Mm. And it res- might have resulted in their own death bec- yeah. just because they couldn't kill someone. Yeah, I, yeah. I'd struggle to pull the trigger. <laughs> yeah, same. I don't think I could ever do it. Yeah, no, it's, <laughs> it's scary. Do you reckon there's like any situation in which you could kill someone? Only to protect Mila. Mm. If it meant that she was something that was going to happen to her. A-O-B. Like only yeah. in self, def- well, like defense for her. Yeah. yeah. What about defense for yourself then? No, I couldn't kill somebody. You don't. You don't think you'd have the balls to do it? No, I definitely couldn't kill. Like maybe if I like shot them in the leg so I could run away or something, but not to kill. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like even if it meant that something would happen to me, I'd prefer to okay, die it's than very like me killing someone so. else. If you know what I mean? I just no. Oh, it'd be pretty hard to live with that, like killing De- someone. Definitely. Yeah. But, yeah. No. Only if. <laughs> <laughs> only if it meant like to save Mila. I think. Yeah. Okay. Well, protective mum Yeah, <laughs> protective mum. You've got to be. It's part, of your, it's part of your nature as well, you know. Yeah. Someone's got, <laughs> someone's got to look after that baby, man. Yeah. When right. you have, yeah, you understand when you have a kid, you just become a whole, yeah. Like, yeah, whole new like world. <laughs> yeah. So Mila's her little girl. Mm-hmm. Um, we're going to have a quick break, and okay. then we're going to get into that, talk cool. about some baby stuff. Cool. <laughs> Sweet. Be back soon. Oh, do you have a song that we could listen to in the break? Mm-hmm. <laughs> L- Latch. Latch by Disclosure. Disclosure. Sure. Go check it out. Catch you soon. Kia ora. Hope you enjoyed Latch. Good song. <laughs> <laughs> um Let's get down to business. Alright. Baby time. <laughs> Alright. <laughs> Where do we start? Where do we start? <laughs> Let's start with pregnancy. 
Okay. Oh, we're going to really, okay. We're going to real get into it. Okay? <laughs> All right. <laughs> okay. So, when did you get pregnant? Um, 2015. Um, April, April 2015. April 2015, yeah. 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 What was, um, what was that like? <laughs> the nine months? Um, Run us through it. Yeah, so for a start, like, it was, it was a bit of shock. Yeah. Um, so I when you found out, you mean? Yep. Yeah, when yeah. I found out, I actually was like, nah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> I was like, oh, nah, no. No. <laughs> Just like, wasn't even having a bar of it. Yeah. And then I went into the groceries and I was like, yeah, I should probably buy another one. And so I went and brought another one. And it came up straight away and I was just like, whoa, <laughs> okay. You know, it's such a hard thing to even just like Fork comprehend. Yeah. Yeah. Um, what, what would you explain that? Is there any way you can explain that feeling, like the positive sign feeling? <laughs> nah, like I, it's hard to remember how I actually felt. Like I remember um, what like I was doing, like where I was, bit, and I was just kind of like, whoa. But yeah, I can't remember like the actual yeah. feelings. I think a million things would have been running through yeah. my head, but it's kind of just like disbelief. Surely your heart rate just started going hard as well. Yeah, it's just like you never think it's going to happen to you, mm. and the concept of actually having a baby inside of you when you can't physically see it, or you, it, I don't know, it's just like Buzz. you can't <laughs> even get your head around it. Yeah. Um, yeah, I was like that through a lot of the pregnancy. It was like, I'm pregnant, I'm having a baby. Mm-hmm. But you don't have no idea what like that means to you or what Yeah, yeah. <laughs> what it's going to be like, I guess. Um, so it was just getting through day by day, like getting through the pregnancy for a start. Um, getting I, used to the idea. Yeah, yeah. How so long do you reckon it took you to get used to the idea and like actually believe it? And like to become excited and stuff, I guess, was like my first way of... Um, believing it like I my biggest fear was like telling my parents mm. <laughs> and so I kept that from them actually like quite a long time because I was like oh, you kept like, it from a lot of people but was that why yeah. you kept it from a lot of people You're yeah because I didn't yeah I didn't I wanted to be able to tell them first so I told them at 22 weeks which is quite a wee way through yeah, yeah. um lumping then or what yeah like if I had a tight top on like you'd oh, definitely yeah. be able to see and be able to tell but I just wore a Top, like the top Lucy. you couldn't tell yeah. with and um, it was fine. So, yeah, that's why I I just like kept it on the down low because I didn't want, yeah, getting back to them. Because, <laughs> mm-hmm, yeah. Um, yeah, just... Understandable. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, I had like morning sickness for a few weeks and that was just like getting through day by day, like you're working all um So that's just like waking up and, and feeling hungover? Uh, yeah, I felt hungover like, all day, all night, mm. you wake up and you feel the same. Like How often are you spewing then? So I wasn't spewing. Oh, Thank okay. goodness. I um, I was very lucky. Um, but yeah, feeling like nauseous. Yeah. All day, like for weeks. That's that was really horrible. Like I I always. I can imagine. Yeah, I hate feeling. How sick. long did that happen then? Like the morning sickness period. Yeah, so that happened for quite a while. That went for oh, a couple of months, maybe. A couple of months. Yeah. Every day. So, yeah. So that wasn't nice. Like, I would eat and I'd feel better, but then, like, 10 minutes later, you'd, like, feel sick again. So that wasn't nice. And you're really tired in the first trimester. So you have three trimesters. Mm-hmm. In the first trimester, you're really tired. Okay. Um, How much sleep were you getting in that first trimester then? Um, I was working 
from about 11.30 to like 7.38 at night because I was at Starter's Bar. Yeah. Um, and then, yeah, I'd come home <laughs> and I would sleep. Like sometimes I'd be waking up at 11 to, you know. And you'd be going to bed at? Oh, just your usual hour, like 10 sort of thing okay, maybe. Yeah. yeah so, so you're almost getting, you're getting like 12 hours sleep most Yeah, nights. so that actually was a lot. Yeah. yeah. And um, so you, you were actually just like exhausted at the end of the day as well. I was like, you yeah, were passing so out. Almost. Yeah, well, like, I'd go home and just, like, feed myself and then I'd just go to bed pretty much, you know, just chill out in bed and go to sleep. Cause yeah. Was yeah. working hard? Yeah, being on your feet all day, yeah. I found really hard. Um, more so in the third trimester because I had, like, you know, the weight more of a weight, belly. Yeah. Um, I had a really, like, I didn't, I wasn't showing heaps, but, like, she was quite far back and my back really uh, hurt. Yeah. Um, so, How much weight pretty did, like... Did I put on? Yeah. Um, I put on like 15 kgs maybe. At, at the peak. I think so. Oh, yeah. Yeah. So it was pretty, pretty cool, like being on the scales and I was like, <laughs> you know? <laughs> I've never seen that number yeah, before. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. It was real buzzy. Like, yeah, real funny. <laughs> and then when she came out, it was just like gone, like your belly's gone. Yeah. Again. Yeah. yeah. It was really funny. Um, But yeah, so pregnancy was a really interesting time, but at halfway, so at 22 weeks when I told. Yeah. My parents, I actually found out what the sex was and that was a real like booster for me. Like, you wanted I was, a girl? Yeah. I think deep down I did really want a girl. And then when they told me it was a girl, yeah, I was just so happy. Yeah. Um, cause everything could be pink and <laughs> I could like go and buy clothes yeah. and it was just like making it a bit more real. And I was just trying to make the best of like a situation that I didn't quite think I was yeah. ready for. And yeah, so that was, that was really nice. And then, um, being able to tell people was mm. yeah that was really cool because like I wanted to show it off but I think being in a bar it was kind of like I don't want to be like that pregnant chick in a bar no. like that doesn't look good so that was another reason that I just like yeah kept it on the low low yeah yeah um but I look forward to, well not that I actually want another kid like anytime soon or anything yeah, yeah. but I look forward to just being able to like show yeah, yeah. my bump off yeah. um and being excited Proud. to tell my parents yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> all that sort of stuff Yo. yeah cool um and emotionally in yeah. this pregnancy, what what are we talking? Roller coaster? Yeah, yeah. So I um I know a few like pregnant people now and like their partners are like they've they've gone crazy, you mm. know. And I was like to mum the other day, I was like, Was I real crazy <laughs> when I was pregnant? Yeah. And she was like, Oh, no, I think you're right. And then I was like to Nick, I was like, Was I crazy when I was pregnant? And he was like, <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> you know, and so I I don't know, like, I guess my emotions were all over the place and you sort of aren't really yourself, but I, I don't think you really realize it, you yeah, know? Yeah. Um, yeah, there's just so much going on, especially when it's... it's well, you don't need... It's, it's almost like you've lost control of your emotions a little bit. I didn't I didn't feel that way. Like, okay. I just felt like I was just way more emotional as in, um, like, I'd be watching something and usually I wouldn't cry over it and I'd just, like, start bawling. <laughs> like, I'd be watching, like, X Factor and someone good singing and I'd just <laughs> be like, that's so amazing. <laughs> like, that sort of emotion, like, I was okay. real, yeah. I just, it's a real touchy kind of. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah, very touchy. Um, were there times where you had, like, do you think you were, like, extremely happy as well? Did it ever make you feel like that? Uh, not that I, like, really remember no okay. like i think it was just like normal so mainly happiness <laughs> okay so it mainly boosted like your negative emotion well actually in saying that i was crying over happy things uh, yeah yeah yeah. if yeah, you know yeah, what i mean yeah. so like if you look at it like that yeah okay yeah 
So maybe when usually I'd be like, oh, that's nice. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you're super, super yeah, nice. Yeah. And even <laughs> after having her, like, even just, I think it was like yesterday, just looking at, um, I don't know, something sad was on TV and I started to like tear up and dad tried to talk to me and I was like, oh, I can't speak right now. Like, I'm choked up. Like, I'm actually wow. going to start crying. And oh, it was something broke. so little. Like, yeah, and you, I would not usually be like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's really strange. Mm, Buzzy. Mm. Okay, so that was pregnancy. Anything else you want to say about the pregnancy? No, it was just, uh, yeah, it was it was interesting. Like, middle middle trimester, that was good. And then yeah. end of it, bit, bit sore and all that. But I had a pretty good pregnancy. I can't okay. complain. Yeah, it was good. Okay, how sore was it? <laughs> You're just like waiting to get to that, eh? No, I got lots of waiting to get to. Um, so I was again. I was very, very lucky with my pregnancy. I mean, with my, my childbirth. Um, so you can talk to your midwife about like what you want. So there's all these different things that they can do in terms of like pain, but ideally you want to um, give birth like. Naturally, without the assistance. Obviously, that's of an opinion as well, though. Yeah. 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 But I mean, just like, um, so the things that they give you would be like drugs, or they'll mm-hmm. be numbing you. So, if you got like an epidural, that means that uh, your body can't properly push. Um, so ideally, you wouldn't go in. Like I was like, I just want to go in and ask for an epidural. But the reality is, is like you're not naturally helping the push the baby out, which means something could happen to your baby, you know? So you'd probably want to, yeah. Um, And then, yeah, there's just a lot of different things that you can take, but it it Mm -hmm. can interfere with um, your baby. So, you know, you go in there and you're wanting to give birth. (laughs) Naturally. Naturally. But there will be times where you... There's no other option. Oh, exactly, yeah. exactly, yeah. So that's what I was getting, is is that um you can have this idea, you can have this plan. Like if everything's going to plan, I wanted to have like a water water birth because that's like a natural yeah. um you know and gas, which uh, again is um you know it's pretty like low what key do you mean by gas. Gas, so you just like suck on oh, laughing the gas. gas. Yeah, but it's down quite low, so it doesn't. Oh, I didn't think good. it really did anything oh, okay. at all, <laughs> but um. Yeah, so that was sort of my plan. It was like if things went bad, like I want an epidural and yeah, you know, that was that was sort of my plan. Um but plans don't always go but, to plan. But with childbirth, like plans do not go to plan like <laughs> very often. Yeah, very often at all. Very seldom, um so you definitely gotta have like an open mind to you know shit changing. But yeah. it must be hard to have an open mind to shit changing when you've got this plan and then you get in there. Oh. And then you're like, you're not in the mood for someone to be telling like, okay, we're actually going to change this. Like, fuck off. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, exactly. Like, there's some pretty crazy things that happen. You know, like some babies have to have like forceps and all that. Like, they'll just be really horrible. But if you're the woman going through it, you're just like, whatever. Like, I think you'd just be like, okay. use whatever to get this baby get out this safely. Out <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um. So I went in and uh, they, they said I had to get in juice because um, I was four days overdue. And um, yeah. my mum had actually said to me, she was like, oh, yeah, being induced, like she said to me about two weeks before, she said that being induced is like really horrible. Like you are, um, your pain just, so contractions go like this. And she said that contractions just go like this. Mm. And they just Up keep peaking, 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 drop, yeah. Um, and then the lady was like, you're getting induced. And I just so induced at means? <laughs> um, so they, they, they make the, make the labour come yeah and yeah. start the process um and so when they said that i looked looked, looked at mom and i was like 
And she was like, oh, no, nah, like, it's not that. And I was like, you can't take it back now. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> like, yeah, yeah. you just told me how bad it was. Don't but lie to me. Yeah. <laughs> Um, so I got like a stretch and sweep first, which was, um, yeah, that was really painful. Mm. Um, and pretty much a lady just gets uh, up in there Yeah, gets up in there and tries to get things going. Yeah. And I was like, oh gosh, like that's really painful. Like what's childbirth going to be like? <laughs> and then, um, yeah, they put some gel in. So that's the first induction thing. There's heaps of different things that they can do, mm. but I got induced with the smallest amount and it started off. So I didn't need any more. Um, and so my contractions were actually fine. They were really normal. Um, but we just hung out in the hospital and Nick was just falling around and we having having a good time. I mm. remember him lying on the bed with like a pillow yeah. under his thing, like lying there. Pretending. Pretending. Yeah. <laughs> it, it was good. It was a good time. And then um, we were there for maybe like six hours. It went pretty quick. And I just felt like little tightening, you know, contractions. But it wasn't painful or anything. Okay. And then it really started to kick in. And it was just like, like sort of starts to take your breath away like yeah really painful um and then it just increases and increases and increases and your mum was right yeah oh yeah (laughs) yeah well she yeah she's been induced before but um you know i think my contractions were actually all right because they had me on like a monitor thing all right they were they're right and it's only because i just had like a little bit of gel so it was more natural it wasn't as like um artificial i suppose um yeah, and I was in, oh, and then they got me into the bar, so I couldn't have a water breath because I'd been induced, so they had to put monitors on me, and obviously if you're in the water, you can't do that, but um, she was like, you can go in the bath for a little bit, so a water breath would be in an actual pool, but I was just in like a little bath, and um, yeah, we were in there, and then she was like, okay, you got to get out, <laughs> These other nurses were, like, trying to get me out. And my midwife was like, nah, this baby's, like, nearly out. We can't. Or else she's going to, like, baby's going to fall out on the floor back to the room sort of thing. Yeah. Um, So she was coming really quickly. And I was only pushing for, like, 20 minutes. Yeah. And then she was out. But um, there's, like, a transition stage. So you got all these contractions. And then your body all of a sudden changes. And from, like, your head to your toes, um, you're, like, pushing, like, Imagine if you're like going to the toilet, yeah. but like, yeah, it's this force that comes Mysterious. upon you that yeah. <laughs> you're not even controlling. Real weird. Mm. Um, and it just goes in big, like, yeah, it's just like push. Yeah. <laughs> and then you're like push. Yeah. Real weird. And I actually liked when it changed from like the pain here to a pushing. Okay. Even though both are like really, really painful. It was like nice to have a break from the pain where it was. The pain where it was. Yeah. Um, and that transition stage that so I like spewed just like randomly because like the pain was just so intense great mm. and then when she started to come out like that was really crazy like that was yeah, yeah it was very intense pain but um yeah just like the encouragement of the midwife and everything just yeah. like keep going I was just like so determined I was like let's get this thing out you mm-hmm. know and it only took 20 minutes for her to come out so I was the whole labor that, what's the norm oh, you know? man, man it can change oh, but I had yeah two hours 20 and she was out, which is relatively quick. Okay. Um, some people, like, it's, like, Nick's mum, she literally dropped her babies out, like, in 20 minutes sort of thing. Like, oh, real right. crazy. You know, some people are just like that. Stories? And then, yeah, others can be in labor for days. Oh, real. Yeah, yeah. <sighs> and it's, like, hours and hours. So, it's just, yeah, it's crazy. It just varies. But mm. I real Isn't feel for the women that are just, like, 
going through that pain for that long like you would just be exhausted because I was like I can't go on any longer you yeah. know <laughs> I want to give up um and when we were walking back to, to the room, I heard another lady and she was like, I can't do this anymore. And I was like, oh, honey, I feel you. <laughs> you can do it. But yeah, pretty crazy experience. But I'm like proud. I'm like, yep. Yeah. I gave birth. If I can give birth, I can do anything, right? What massive feeling of relief when uh, the baby comes out? Yeah. You like, just went from like pain, pain. It was just like nothing had happened. Like real. it was, yeah, it was real crazy. Man, that must be a weird feeling. Yeah. And then holding the little baby. Yeah. Just holding this little thing. That's the thing that's been inside me for the last nine months. Yeah. That was that was really weird. <whistles> yeah. That's crazy. Mm-hmm. What was that feeling? Um, remember it? I remember it from like, I don't know, just like looking Baby's at crying. You know, like, no, she wasn't crying. Wasn't just like wi- eyes wide open. I don't even know. It, everything was just such a blur. Like, I couldn't even tell you what the feeling was because it was just, yeah, it was pretty surreal. But you've just gone through a traumatic experience as well. You're not going to be thinking that clearly. Yeah, yeah. Like, I remember the moment really clearly, but I don't, um, yeah, I don't really remember, like, how I was actually yeah. feeling. It was just, yeah, it was all, it was just such a um, crazy day, just the mm-hmm. whole thing. You would have been exhausted. Um, <laughs> yeah, yeah. And then... um when I went back to the room, Nick was, you know, like, see ya, I'm going to go to bed now. And mum was like, see ya. And then, and then I was left there with this baby and I was like, what do I do? Mm. It was just like your whole world was completely changed. It's real now. Yeah. <laughs> that's only when it gets real. <laughs> real, real. Now it's real. Yeah. And so I was just sitting there like, I don't know what to do at mm. all what this thing and I'm all alone and it was like the scariest night of my life to be honest yeah yeah real scary necessary though I'd say yeah yeah Yeah. and uh how long were you in hospital then um so she was born on 23rd and we left on Christmas day 25th so it was only like a day and a bit yeah yeah um, were, were you so pushing to get out either. for Christmas? Yeah, I was like, oh, I want to be out for Christmas. But then I was like, oh, it was kind of necessary to spend like a day there yeah. at least. And um, she wasn't feeling very well and stuff. So just trying to get that sorted. Yeah. Um, but then on Christmas Day, I was like, right, so <laughs> let's rec- go. recovery process is just like a day or, um, like, or were you still like exhausted on Christmas Day and stuff? Or like, what's the... I think you just have there? adrenaline. Okay. Yeah, so it was like I didn't really sleep at all for like a few days, but you just you're fine. Yeah. And your sleeping goes from like I said, like pregnancy, twelve hours. Yeah. To um pretty much nothing at all. You're getting up feeding like th- well, I was three times in the night, you know, every baby's completely different. Um, but yeah, I was up feeding three times in the night. Um, so like not much sleep at all, but you were just fine, like well, I was just fine. Yeah. The body just is amazing and just adapts and mm. yeah, it's really crazy that you can go from like one thing <laughs> to another. It's just so yeah. we neither was born on the twenty third of December, two thousand fifteen. Two thousand fifteen. Okay, mm-hmm. so she's two now. Mm-hmm. Cool. Okay, <laughs> let's go. First two years. <laughs> oh gosh. <laughs> um. First, first six months. Mm, first six months are probably the hardest. I think. Okay. Um, in terms of like, they're just constantly changing. Um, so physically and mentally. Yeah. 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 So as soon as you think that you've got like a good thing going, 
it changes. Okay, <laughs> yeah. And then if it's bad, it's like, okay, it's going to change, but it feels like it takes forever <laughs> to change, yep. you know? Yeah, so sleeping patterns just changed a lot, eating patterns, just everything. I found it quite hard to, like, go out and do anything because um, she was sleeping, like, three times a day. So yeah. if you imagine that. Pretty restricting. Very <laughs> restricting, yeah. Um, but a lot of, like, walks in the pram and stuff, which was nice, Fun. like, to be able to get outside and everything. Lovely. Yeah, yeah. So that was really cool. Um, I got to hang out with my sister a lot and yeah. play with me, Noah. Yeah. Um, and then. F- so they're not really. Is she was she really up to much in the first six months, or was she just kind of like. Uh, <laughs> uh, so, once they start like sitting and crawling, when did she? I can't even remember when she started crawling. Um, probably around the nine month mark. Right. So yeah, first six months. They are changing They're so much. They're dependable on you. Yeah, yeah. But it was quite cool. Like, she would just lie on her wee mat and just be happy sitting there kicking. Yeah. And I look back to those days and I'm like, oh, wow, it would be nice if you could just, like, lie there <laughs> while nothing. I get dinner ready. I know you're going to be there still. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. Um, and then she had, like, the jolly jumper phase where I could put her in oh, that for yeah, a while. And jumping up and down. And, um, yeah, so just lots of different phases in there. But, yeah, very dependent on you. Mm. Um, and then the movement sort of starts between the six and um, one year. Yeah. Um, with crawling and just exploring a lot more things and like walking around the start, table. Start saying a couple of words then? Yep, yep. She said, I think she said mum at six months oh, was yeah, her yeah. first word. So that was pretty exciting. Ma or mum? Mum. Mm. Yeah. So that was really cool. Um, and then just Heart after. Melting. Yeah. Mm. Yeah, I, I Instagrammed that. I was like. <laughs> Good day. <laughs> I was just stoked that she said mum before dad. Because <laughs> apparently dad's like way more common for them to say Is it first. easier for them to say? Apparently, yeah. Mm. But I was like, no, you will say mum. <laughs> <laughs> so that was the very first word she said? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Other than that, it was just... Yeah, just, just not much Bullshit. at all. I'm just, yeah. <laughs> Gibberish. <laughs> yeah. Because <laughs> I've heard when they're starting, when babies are first talking, they're like kind of going through all, all the fonts, which are just like the sounds that make up words and all the fonts from all different languages so that they're really they're capable of adapting to any language but they're just testing out all the different fonts to see which ones are oh, that's amazing. they can use yeah, which ones amazing. are going to be useful for them and yeah. then they forget all the other ones which is why it's so hard for, for older people to, to, learn, right, to learn languages right. yeah they've still got this whole this whole like uh, encyclopedia of different fonts that they can use, but then you forget them as they're you know as they become more useless. I mean, why would you want to keep them? Exactly, <laughs> they're just taking up space. That's amazing. Yeah, so I think, uh, pretty sure that's what a lot of the gibberish is—just them trying out sounds and which ones they can use and which ones they can't use. Yeah, I always said I wanted to learn a language so that when I had kids, I could teach them two languages. Yeah, oh. it didn't happen. Right? <laughs> too late. But yeah, she's half Maori, so I should probably start yeah. teaching her some of yeah. that. Um. But yeah, once they start talking, it, it's pretty cool. Like she's talking now, and that's that's lots of fun. Yeah. Um. Yeah. But a lot of it is actually I don't know what she's saying. Like it's real. Yeah. It is yeah gibberish. It's still hard. Yeah. Um. But still learning. Yeah. It, it's pretty cute. But yeah. So one year. Um. Just after one year, she started walking, and yeah. that was really cool. I found that like a massive relief because I wasn't having to hold her all the time. Okay. She sort of had a little bit more freedom, and um. Yeah. It probably got a wee bit easier. Yeah. From then. And the sleep sort of started to decrease. She got quite a bit of hair by then. She she was actually born with um quite a bit of hair. Oh, I right. was a bit of a baldy, oh. uh, blonde hair, like no eyebrows and no hair. Mm, yeah. <laughs> um, but she was born with black hair. Um, and it 
It was actually quite a bit, but compared to Noah, he had like a massive mop when he came out. So we were was like, he? yeah, we were like, oh, like she hasn't actually got that much here. But compared to, to usual babies, she probably does have quite a bit of yeah. hair. Yeah. Um, but yeah, keep growing and growing and she's got really long hair now. Yeah. Yeah. So like, what else is happening in that one one year to two year phase then? Um, Food habits changing? Yep. Definitely. She's never been a very good eater. Okay. Um, but yeah, in terms of like, she doesn't like trying things, or she's, she's fussy. She's very fussy, very fussy. Was always very fussy eater. Um, but yeah, she's getting better now. But yeah, they're definitely exploring a lot of different um textures and flavors. And yeah, first year start off with like the mash food. I started at four months her eating, so she would have like mash food, and then sort of went to like toast. Yeah. Um. She had vanilla custard a lot. <laughs> it was her favourite thing to eat because she love didn't vanilla eat. Custard. Yeah, it was very nice. <laughs> um, and then, yeah, they she just sort of, sort of started to eat things the way that we would eat. They just like cut it up and stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, meats was something that just because of their teeth and um, yeah, it was just hard for her to like chew, and so she would like chew it up and then spit it out, <laughs> sort of ah, thing, like yeah. get the juices out and <laughs> yeah, but she's starting to eat like meat properly just now, probably. Yep. Oh, okay. Yeah. So at about the two year phase. Yeah, yeah. She could have an actual meal now, kind of. Yeah, yeah, if she's, kinda. if she's in one of her good eating moods, but yeah, I think most two year olds would be. What's her fave? Too. Um, she quite likes her sausages with sauce at the moment. Oh, nice. Yeah, I'm a real like, love my farm meat girl, so. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> She's clicking onto that, which is good. Nice. Yeah. Likes her broccoli, which is good. Very good. Yeah. Yeah. Um, That's probably yeah, common. At home, we sort of have like our three um, veg potatoes and meat. Yeah. So I, I really like that, just being able to give her just like simple food. Yeah. Healthy food rather than a mixed in with a whole lot of yeah. stuff. Yeah. So it's good. Cool. So what's been the hardest thing, do you think? Um... Post-pregnancy. Maybe like doing it on my own. <laughs> okay, yeah. It's probably been like, because I think things are l- probably a lot different when you have someone else there. Might, yeah, I can so imagine. So I think it was it's more like, <laughs> yeah, it was more like I found um, me changing probably the hardest rather than her. Ah, yeah. Um, yeah. Because if I was in like a... A marriage, I think it would, yeah, be be a lot Share different. Share the load a little bit more. Yeah. yeah, yeah, and I guess like maybe being ready for a child, mm. you maybe be able to comprehend preparing for it and whatnot a bit yeah, more. Yeah, yeah. I think like I just found it real hard to adapt and to keep adapting, just because um, she's just like changing so much mm-hmm. and trying to like keep up with that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and it's probably gonna be like that forever. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, just like doing. Um, yeah. And what was the, what's been the easiest thing that you thought, like, was going to actually be really hard? Um, I thought, like, feeding and stuff would be... Real hard. <laughs> would be quite easy. I but thought it'd be easy. Yeah, but... Um, it's actually hard. I found that really hard. Yep. Um, They don't, like, tell you about, like, they say, like, breast is best, which, like, yeah, it's, it's really good to breastfeed and everything, but... um. They're not actually allowed to tell you about formula and bottle feeding, which I find, uh, so like Plunkett and stuff, like they're not allowed to even speak about it, which I find really odd because they just want to encourage um, breast milk. 
because it's Stupid. best for them. Yeah, exactly. So when I um, was sitting there, I'd run out of milk and I couldn't feed my child and I felt like the worst mum in the world. Mm. And I was like, what do I do? And so I was in this position of like, I, I had no idea what was, you know, what formula to get, what bottles yeah. to get, how to sterilize. Like there's just a lot of different things that you got to think about. Um, and so if I could go back in time, I would like learn about all of that before, um, yeah. before having her so that I wasn't in the position where I've got this like screaming baby and not being able to feed them and yeah. having to run off to the grocery store. Like how do I use this formula? Cause it's like, you got to be very specific with it. Or so you maybe like actually specific. learning how to do the formula shit before yeah, you yeah. gave birth. Yeah. And like, handy. um, sterilizing bottles and things like that, like in mm-hmm. The different types of teats and stuff like yeah, there's just there's a lot more to a it. A lot of variables. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. Um, so yeah, I thought all of that would have been quite easy, yeah. and I actually found it really hard. And when your baby's not feeding, it's it's kind of like a domino effect, you know, like they're not going to sleep very well, they're not yeah. going to be happy, and yeah. So once I got her onto formula. That was so much better. She was sleeping way better. And I was like, oh, man, my child's just been starving. Uh, <laughs> you know, and so it was nice to actually be able to follow belly. But, yeah, she was always just really fussy, and that was hard. Do you, do you, did you look into much of the science on, like, formula? Like, well, I was in such a rush that I was like, what do I get? I need to, you, you know. So I, I didn't even get that time to um, – once I, you know, brought some, I, like, looked up different ones. But the internet's so full of – it's actually quite hard to sift through what yeah, flood is. Effects, yeah. yeah, so so that was a wee bit hard. So I was like, oh, I need to try and not like complicate it too much. Yeah. And um, she was going all right with the one that I had. Um, you just did a what was working. Yeah, work. pretty much. Yeah, yeah, I think I changed like once, and then yeah, I was like, oh, I'll just stick with this. Like, yeah. Just, yeah. So happy enough. Yeah. yeah. Uh, any other advice you reckon, and um, over the whole time span, pregnancy as well. Um, if you could go back and do it again, what are you doing differently? Apart, well, well, not the obvious things that you've already said. Yeah. Um, that's a hard question. Mm. It's a really hard question. I don't know. I guess like, hmm, maybe taking a bit more time um, to, I don't know, figure things out like mentally with everything that's like going on. So I think like taking that time for yourself is like real important. How so would you th- go about that then? You reckon like actually going to talk to someone professional or? Yeah, maybe. Maybe if you, you feel um, like that. Yeah, I don't know. It's that's Yeah, that's a really hard question. What Just about, taking what about care with of the kid then? Taking care of yourself so that you can take care of them. If okay. you know what I mean? Like, because um, I think that a lot of the time, like I, I went through some pretty hard times with... Um, when she was younger and I look back and I'm like, oh, I know that mentally I wasn't present. Like there, I was there with her constantly. But if I had of like gotten myself sorted out a wee bit more, then I would have actually been there with her like emotionally yeah. as well, you know? That's so a I tough think thing as well though, Joe. Yeah. like there's always going to be moments like that where you're going to drift away. I mean, you can't. Yeah, I'm meaning there, for like, um, you know, long periods of time sort yeah, of thing. Yeah. Like, obviously, so that's normal. Diminishing that, minimizing that yeah, as much as you can. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, and I think that all just comes down to, to taking care of yourself and doing things that you, um, you know, used to do before you, mm. you know, because I wasn't working. Um, yeah. And 
big life change. Yeah, it is a massive life change. So just maybe incorporating like what you used to do. Maybe, if, you know, I used to dance. So just like going to some dance lessons or a dance lesson yeah, yeah. would be, you know, really nice to just like get out of the house. And I just think that that way I would have been able to, you know, be a better mum and Keep stuff, some more um, individuality kind of. Like. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It is It is just such a crazy time and I'm still learning and I guess like looking over it's, it all. It's, it's still hard for you to give advice as well, I suppose. Yeah. Like, it's so situational case to case and definitely you might think that you could do something better, but like if you did that, it might have not worked out as well as what you thought. Exactly. I was kind of thinking that when you first asked, I was like, maybe, you know, I wouldn't change anything. Yeah, yeah. Because it's just like. It is what it is. Uh, yeah, exactly. And you just keep growing and learning and yeah it's it's a crazy time but it's an amazing time as well yeah yeah and well yeah how amazing is it is it like the best thing ever it is like it's it's so damn hard and you don't realize how hard it but ever that, is all the but things, at the same time all the hardest things are the best things exactly you know? yeah it's so worth like i just look at her every day and i'm just like i'm so in love with you <laughs> yeah like do you would you class like so do you class that as like true love like or is that a different sense um, yeah, like I love her like unconditionally mm. as in like sh- there's nothing that she can do yeah, that will ever, <laughs> yeah, like that will ever make me like love her any less, you is, know. Is that a definition of true love? I don't well, know. I don't know, but I, yeah, I don't know. I just wholeheartedly. Maybe unconditional love. Like yeah. adore her, you know, it doesn't matter what she does in her life. I know that yeah. I'll just like always, always love her so much. <laughs> And you d- just like looking at her, I'm like, I created you. Like, what? Yeah. That's so weird. Yeah. You used to live here. Just see, yeah, yeah. Just seeing this little like kiwi human, and it's just yeah, it's a really buzzy feeling thinking that that you made that somehow. Yeah, just taking it's. I'm so amazed at the fact that you've just taken on the job, and I think you're doing a really great job. And oh, I know thanks. I couldn't have fucking done it, <laughs> but like, <laughs> I was nowhere near ready for that. But <laughs> yeah, like you say, just adopting that that role and that duty is just, it's always going to result in a meaningful life, you know? Something that's worth, gives you a purpose, something worth living for. Yeah. Which is what we all need, basically. Definitely. Something doesn't have to be easy. No one wants an easy life. I mean, the holiday, like, everyone says, I want to work to be able, like, work for the holiday, you know? Mm. Go on the holiday. It's like, nah, you should get, like, make your life great. Yeah. And the holiday's a break. Yeah, you know? exactly. It shouldn't be like living for the holiday. No. That's going to be the meaningful, purposeful thing in my life. It's like, no, make the thing that you have to do every day meaningful because you have to do it every fucking day. Yeah, <laughs> exactly, exactly. Like you need to enjoy work. what you do yeah. each day. And just, yeah, I've learned like so much in the last two years <laughs> than what I've, you know, learned, I feel like in my whole life, like just so many little things and yeah things like just enjoying what you do and like I will never ever ever go into a job that I don't love yeah yeah. you know like I just I'm like no I you know you just got to enjoy each day Mm. and find the positives in every day Mm -hmm. and um the one thing with that not going into a job you love is just I feel like sometimes you might have to to develop experience and whatnot yeah no no that's you got to work your way up you know you can't just expect to get into this magical oh, position that you want you know no mm-hmm. no that's very true that's very true um yeah like working your way up Start definitely but mm-hmm. at least like you've got like a, a vision of what you do yeah yeah have a plan do. know where 
try yeah. and figure I'm out just how meaning this is benefiting like, you yeah. getting to that ultimate place. Yeah, yeah, definitely. It's just again, it's just like your mindset as well. Like you don't want to be doing something that isn't going to serve you a better purpose. Or yeah, no, it's got to yeah, be part of the plan. Definitely, yeah, yeah. it's got to yeah. be benefiting you as well. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, but I, I do feel for some people that get like stuck in those jobs where it's like you need the income, but like yeah. you don't have the you don't have the skill or the expertise to go and do what you want to do. Yeah, and it's too late. You've lost your potential. You're too old now, which is like tough, but. I think some people kind of buy into that trap a little bit as well. Yeah, you know? I was about I to say. I think they buy, buy themselves into that trap. Yeah. Yeah. And like, I guess no matter how bad things get or how old you get or how unqualified you feel and all that sort of stuff, we all have like the capability to, to dream and to work our way to a better life as well, rather sure. than just like giving up and just. That should be what we're constantly doing trying to do. This. Trying to make our life better. Exactly. <laughs> Why not? Exactly. We're stuck here. But I so. think like <laughs> a lot of people probably get into that rut of just. Um, oh, yeah. And I understand how. Like, yeah, me too. Yeah. I'm <laughs> sure too. that, you know, I'll get stuck in that rut at some point as well. Definitely. Know? Yeah. So it's just like keeping that encouragement and just like cheering yourself on mentally <laughs> and. Um, Aim for the good. Exactly. Exactly. Aim for the good. Yeah. Stick away from the bad. <laughs> Easier said than done, but. Easier said than done, for sure. Yeah. For sure. <laughs> right, I think we'll close it up there, eh? Okay. On that note. <laughs> beautiful little note. So, yeah, thanks for coming on. Thanks for having me. Give me a handshake. It was awesome. <laughs> me too, <laughs> sorry. Clammy, it's kind of cooking in here. Mm, <laughs> Must be the convo. It's on fire. Mm. Sweet ass folks, uh, we'll catch you <laughs> later. That was episode 13. Scruffy Chinwags, a remedy for curiosity. We had Joanna Harrocks. Hope you enjoy. Catch you later. Bye.